Good evening. The calm Christian in a very uncalm world. Being at the eye of the storm with Jesus Christ as the captain. I was asked to lead the Bible study tonight for my church. Of course, I was nervous, but I prayed for the Holy Spirit to lead. And it was Acts 15, 36 to 41, and then all of Acts 16. And as and as and I was always nervous, I'm always kind of a nervousy type, kind of uncalm. But I could see that people were getting into it once we sort of primed them. And it's always nice in a Bible study when you're having fun. If it's kind of tired and obligatory, you know, people are like, Ugh. but once they start getting into it and then everybody can't wait to, to give their peace. I know we're supposed to, you know, listen and then and then talk, but we want to jump in. We wait for somebody to stop talking so we can start. Maybe that's kind of fun, though. I felt that's what happened. I don't know if that's good or bad. But one guy was talking about how there was contention between um, Paul and Barnabas over John Mark. In Acts 15, 37, now Barnabas was determined to take with them John called Mark. This is the guy with two first names, John Mark, like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> do I call you Ricky or do I call you Bobby? Is your name Mark? Is it John comma Mark or is it John Mark or is it Mark comma John? Like what, what, what's your first name? What's your surname? What, what is it? You know, on an email list, that could be quite confusing. But Paul insisted they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. The contention became so sharp they parted from one another, and so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. I actually didn't know that John Mark was Barnabas' cousin. I think that's in Colossians 4.10. But I'm thinking, here's Paul. Here's the guy who wrote 13 books of the New Testament. You know, Mr. Fruit of the Spirit kind of thing. He had a bit of a temper there. He didn't want to take John Mark because the guy kind of had cold feet in an earlier part of the Bible and then left and went home. Okay, so we didn't really start out very well. It was kind of a train wreck. But look what happened. The guy ended up helping Peter. He ended up uh, listening to Peter as Peter dictated the Gospel of Mark. And this one guy in the group who usually leads came up with something. I had never even seen this before. He said, you know, look at how God works. He takes something that's contention and he makes it work for his good. Like there would have been one group before, like, you know, four or five guys going, but they had a little fight. Now it's two groups. Now two groups went in different directions. Now we've got double the witnessing power. Isn't that amazing? Whether you know it or not, you're working for God. He's in control. If you're a Christian, well, God's going to use all things to work together for good, even if some of those things are initially bad. So some things bad are going to happen to you, and you go, Lord, why is this happening, or why is this happening so long? And, you know, is this trial like yogurt? Does it have an expiry date? And it goes on and on and on, and it just zaps you, and, and yet somehow in all of it it 
somehow the trial just kind of takes away the you of you. And the only person that's left is King Jesus. He's the only guy that stays with you through thick and through thin. Either you come out of it hating God or you come out loving God more. Whatever happens, God strengthens you if you want to stick with it. Isn't that amazing? We had two groups instead of one. I never even saw that. I said to the guy, dude, you are incredible. He says to me, God did this. I didn't think of this. I believe it. You know, it says here in Matthew 8, 23. Now when he got into a boat, his disciples followed him. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea. So that the boat was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and said, Awake, Lord, save us. We are perishing. He says to them, Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea, and there was a great calm. And they marveled, saying, Who can this be that even the wind and the seas obey him? I don't know how Jesus could be sleeping in a boat, being tossed to and fro. How did he, what kind of nervous system did he have? Did he have a really, you know, calm, sympathetic nervous system? Like, what kind of person, what kind of metabolism can you, do you have to be where you're just so calm and unflappable, the, the boat's going back and forth, and the waves in the sea are just going crazy, and you're just... Master, we're going to die. Well, what? Hey, leave me alone, guys. I'm dreaming. <laughs> Master! Wakey, wakey! Jesus was trying to get them to wake up in the Garden of Gethsemane. And now here they are trying to get him to wake up in a boat. And they're going down to Davy Jones's locker. And he's just right as rain. <laughs> he's just sleeping. Do you think he was playing with them? Do you think while they were going crazy, he had one eye open and said, okay, let's see how long it takes these guys, you know. Let's see what they do with this. I think he was truly sleeping. And yet somehow, when you're with Jesus, you're in the calm of the, you're in the eye of the storm. Right? The hurricane right at the middle is calm. Everything around you is going wrong. Everything around you is going wrong. Maybe your life is going wrong, but in your heart, you're as right as rain. Maybe you don't feel as right as rain, but God's with you. What you got to fear? It's amazing to me how Jesus just turns things around. He's the prophet. He's the savior. He's the king that puts you at right with God, a rest with God. You have relationship with God, our father. What you got to worry about? I know where the bills are, where the food is, I get that. Girl in the Bible study said her day was a train wreck today. I said, you're here, aren't you? It's not how you start, it's how you finish. As Pastor Don said, it's not what you do, it's what you do next that counts. Are you sticking with Jesus? Amazing how that Jonah guy was in a boat and the boat was going crazy. Remember that Jonah guy, he had the same name, J. Jonah? Jay, Jesus, and he was this great prophet, and, and he was not going to do what God wanted. He was running away. See, Jesus did everything God wanted. He never ran away from God. But Jonah, apparently the man had some speaking talents. 
But he says, uh, you want me to go this way, Lord? A, no, I'm going to Z. Take care. Bye-bye. See you later. Merry Christmas. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a postcard. Arriba Dirchi. <laughs> he didn't get too far, did he? They had to throw him overboard. He says, throw me overboard, guys. The storm is because of me. Are there things happening? Is God trying to chisel you? Is that's why there's a storm? Things People do bad things to you, things that you don't understand, but sometimes a storm because of you. There's, And, and the same girl in the, in the study says she doesn't want to go to the church. There's too many people in the church. She wants to wait for the other people to leave. I never asked her. I never gave her advice. I, th I think that her... Her philosophy to wait is wrong. Why? Because I think that some of the people that you don't want to meet in the church because they've come from the other church while, they're, while their church is being renovated, so they're hanging tight with us. That's why they're here. And they've kind of made church great again. There's kids running around on the grass outside. There's nobody running around on the grass before. It was like a church of 30 people. And it was like, we're all in our 50s or older. There's no young people in our church. All of a sudden, our church got pumped up. Now there's kids running around going crazy after church. That's what kids do. Kids belong together with dirt and grass, like peanut butter and jelly. They were made for each other. North America, all the kids here just play stupid video games. That's going to destroy our youth and our nation and our strength. Kids should be playing in the dirt, having fun. They were doing just that. And I thought to myself, I wanted to tell the girl, you know, first I wanted to tell her, I'm not telling you what to think. I'm asking you to think about what I tell you, but I never did. But the people that you've counted out, aren't they going to be in heaven? Do you plan to be there too? So if you plan to be there with them then how are you going to do it there if you can't even try to do it here and she's well I, I don't want to do I, you know like I said I don't tell people what to, I don't even offer advice to people it's not my business really she's made a decision but all of her talking is I I I I maybe some things will tick you off but is Jesus in, the, in it with you? Because wherever he is, there's calm. Like, why don't you... I was going to say to her, why don't you bring Jesus into your decision-making? Ask him if you think, if, if he's okay with you not coming to church. Ask him if it's not, if God... Because if it's not okay with God, what you've decided, how is God going to tell you, I don't like this? That's not my decision for you. The Bible does say, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. It does say that, point blank range. There are some people that are shy, and there are some people that are, that this is, this is good for them. I'm sorry, it does seem like women are a little bit scared. Like if, if you're a woman listening to this, it, oh, you're beating up women. I'm not. It just seems that women are kind of like, they're like cats. They're, they're kind of avoid, avoidance. The person speaking is a woman. She does not want to... Well, it's a, it's a woman thing. I'm, I'm a man. I have testosterone. It makes you a little bit more aggressive. And even if you don't want to do something, you kind of suck it up. See, women need men. See, feminism doesn't need 
men. Feminism is it gives women the right to act unfeminine. But real women, real Christian women need real Christian men. Okay, she's not married, right? It's not her fault. But men are more aggressive. She's a woman, she wants to shy away from it. No, she doesn't want to come to church by herself because there's so many new faces there. But what if God doesn't like her decision? How is he going to reach that person? I didn't say anything. It just made me think of all this. It made me think of some of the things in our study tonight. It was not just a study, it was a discussion. It was a facilitation to allow the Holy Spirit to come into us so that he could slip us into neutral so that we can go forward. I just want to have fun with this. I want the Holy Spirit in my life and I would like to promote Jesus to anybody who wants to hear. Besides, there's nobody listening to me anyways. I'm just talking to myself. I just happened to put this self-talk onto the internet where somebody else could hear it. If you want to. It's not a sermon. I don't need to preach to anybody. I'm not a preacher. I don't want to be a preacher man. Just want to be a new covenant Christian. I want to have joy in my heart. I want to have fun. The world's so unfun lately. I can't stand it anymore. This world is not my home. I'm just a passerby. That's what that's a song, isn't it? But since it is not my home and I am a passerby, I want to make sure I shout Jesus to all the people who dwell here. Because perchance, perchance, maybe some of them would like to come with me. It's not me you're coming with, you're coming with Jesus. Jesus is coming. Are you ready? Jesus is ready. Are you coming? Where Jesus is, there's peace and joy. If you want peace and joy, you want the King of joy, and you want his Father. Because the scripture says, God is God our Father. Hallowed be his name. And if you want Jesus, then you want God. And if you want God, then you will have fun being reverent as God sanctifies you and makes you useful for him, for eternity, for joy. God bless each and every one of you tonight. Thank you.